from Studio B and PaulBoutique.com. How's it going, Paul? <laughs> how you been, Pat? I'm all right. How are you, man? I'm fine. Let me check this level. Hello, hello. That's me. Don't be confused. Okay, now you go. Hello, hello. That's me. Hello, hello, hello. That's not you. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll be done in five minutes, as I often say to Mrs. Poteet, Pat. <laughs> so... <laughs> Five minutes isn't bad, Paul. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> it depends on, uh, yeah, it depends on how you use it. You were tweeting, what was it you tweeted yesterday? Make the person in the mirror a happy one. Picks or yep. di- it didn't happen, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what have you, I know it's early, it's early Friday morning, but have you done anything today to make yourself happy so far? Um, yeah, I did actually. You know, I went in there and I did one of the best uh, brushing of the teeth that has ever happened in the history of the world. I feel good. I feel fresh. Side by side, up and down, or uh, circular? Uh, I'm a circular guy. Circular. That's the way they tell you to do floss? Uh, I don't floss in the mornings, only at night. Okay. Renaissance, man. Hey, you've been yeah, out that's on, what they say. You've been out on this dairy tour. Uh, what's been your favorite cow across the state so far? I mean, you've you've touched a lot of udders from what I'm, what I'm hearing know, in the streets. I, I've only touched one udder. One um, one particular uh, cow's set of teats, and um, it was at Kelsey Farms down there south of the city, <laughs> and I didn't even touch her, her her udder because they have machines that do it now. So I just had to I had to introduce the teat to the machine, and then it did all the work. So I didn't even do anything. It was perfect. With somebody with my last name, it's making me very uncomfortable when you talk about introducing the teats to the machines. <laughs> Yeah, the Palto Teat. You know, if a, um, oh man, if another has more, if a cow has more than four teats, she's no good in the cow business. <laughs> Only four. I learned that. Why is that? I don't know. You'd think like five teats would be like the golden goose, but it's not. But four is the, the max that they can have and still be productive, I guess. I assume you'd want like an even number of teats. You don't want odd teats. I would think you would want as many teats as possible. That's well, what tell that to that some. You know? Tell that to some of the places I've worked for, Pat. It doesn't work that way. Hello. Hello. So the last time that we personally shared air was uh, at Sullivan's when you had your big uh, big cocktail party last year. But now I'm seeing that it moved from uh, that cozy little steakhouse out to an airplane hangar. What, how that? What the hell happened? Yeah. So it moved from um, Sullivan Steakhouse, which is an amazing. Uh, place in an amazing venue, but we wanted a little bit more space so we could get uh, live music in there. So uh, we went out to the Indianapolis Regional Airport with the Solutions Hangar out there, and uh, it's not that far. It's only 14 miles east of downtown, and it gives us a little bit more space, although mm-hmm. Sullivan's is still going to be supplying food. Monarch Beverage is going to be supplying drinks, as, long as, as well as Southern Wine and Spirits. Uh, and Corey Cox is going to be playing some music for us on this big stage. So we just kind of wanted to open it up a little bit more, get a little bit more breathing room. Although Sullivan's is fantastic, uh, the music should make it a much happier experience and much better time. The people, the old timers like me listening, who've been here for a long time, just it's it's Mount Comfort Airport. In case they're confused about what used to be called the artist formerly known as Mount Comfort Airport. So it's out there where they had the air shows on the east side. Oh, I did see. I didn't know that. Pat, that's See, I'm a resource. I'm Indiana's weatherman. I'm a resource. Or you should fly in for this. Yeah, no, 
No, I don't think so. I'm a, I'm a land animal, Paul. I'm a land animal. Is there I like any, to be on, some, on the ground. Somewhere, like on page 30 or 40 of that contract with the Colts, it's got to say something about will not do air shows. Well, well, the thing is, is all those crazy things when you're in the NFL, you're allowed to do them, but if you get hurt or injured or anything about doing them, like the NFL doesn't have to cover it. So guys can own a motorcycle, but if they get hurt, the NFL can say, to hell with you, or anything like that. So it's an interesting dynamic there because you're kind of rolling the dice. And an air show isn't what I want to roll the dice with. So <laughs> I'll just, I'll probably, I'd probably rather walk. But really, than I mean, get we, into any sketchy plane. When you go out to the northwest side and you say, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to get in some Indy cars uh, during the off season," do they? Does anybody ever say, eh. "No"? Well, I didn't get in any Indy car. I got in a, uh, I got into a Chevrolet Corvette that was souped up. So, well, that's true. Uh, I, I think if I was to get into an Indy car. Which I don't think I have the uh, the fortitude to do so. I think they they might say something, but they're all about enjoying the experience too. In the NFL, you get offered so many amazing experiences to go do. So I think the guys would be excited for me if I had a chance to get in the Indy car. But that Corvette that I rode in around the track when leading the race uh, with Ari Leindyke sitting shotgun was a powerful <laughs> animal, but it was also a lot of fun. Cool beans. You get to do, I'm with you on that. You get to do a lot of things in the public eye you wouldn't get to do otherwise. I got to do this a couple of things for the Pat Tillman Foundation, and I know that's kind of uh, in your uh, your world, too. Uh, so. What a guy he is, man. I mean, like, to be able to share a profession with the men, like, the men and women are the military. That's what the foundation, my foundation is set up to uh, provide scholarship assistance to children and military families. But what Pat Tillman did is just, like, such a selfless individual and it's 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 an incredible time of year every whenever it's kind of sad the anniversary of his passing comes up and you get to hear more and more stories about the man uh you're talking about a true badass there i think he's american he's a member of the american military which are all heroes but uh anybody that's willing to give up a, a very luxurious life to go put themselves way in front of uh, or way before others and just kind of give it all up on the line there it's it's an unbelievable dude big time badass that's what they're putting big on your, that's what they're putting on your tombstone right <laughs> big time badass. no no i'm no i'm on the complete opposite of the spectrum there i'm just uh they'll probably put the luckiest man on earth and uh hopefully i'll just continue to ride that and help out as many people as possible and kick balls as far as possible and then when it's my time to go, they'll say, this dude had a lucky life. And that's about good enough for me. And excellent party hosts. It's Red, White, and Boomstick. And it happens again. The date is? June 26th, next Friday. You can get tickets. They're going fast. I don't know how many we have left as of this morning. Uh, but there are tickets still left at thepatmaxbyfoundation.org. It's a great foundation. That's why we've donated to it. I hope people come out and see you. I'll talk to you again soon, Pat. Thank you so much, Paul. Have a great day. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.